0: Hello and welcome to the Good Day Podcast. I am your host, Elias C. Sampaio. I am an author and a graduate of Christ for the Nations Institute's pastoral major. Join in on the conversations where we will laugh and cry from our everyday struggles to pointless rants of life. It's always a good day, no matter what, is my Hakuta Matata. So now, take a moment to breathe and say, It's always a good day, because if we are still breathing, we still have a chance hello welcome back to the good day podcast this is episode 3 becoming the soldier of yahweh uh, chapter 2 of my book entangled a little um quick little topics i'm gonna say or insights is i am not a narrator obviously i am this, I'm doing my best to try to read it in a uh, narration type of manner, you know, and not running out of breath as I read to you, and not lose, and keep a certain pace, because I want to keep a pace to where there's not a lot of dead moments here, so bear with me, okay? Uh, also, in this book, since it wasn't my first book, I did use a lot of definitions or you know defining this term you know a lot of scripture because it was my first book first time ever writing so I don't know if you've ri- written a book before I don't know I'm new to this I was new to this whole book writing thing this whole you know even in school I wrote but I didn't it's like you know school, is cool it's not really like I was passionate about anything like that wasn't until I went to Bible college, and then I'm like, okay, you know, this is a a passion now, and only after I wrote my second book, am I really into it now? Am I like, oh, dude, I really want to write more, like I I want to write a movie, I want you know, all of these things were are now coming coming out, and I'm like, oh, I want to express myself in this way, my faith in this way, my my preaching in this way, because it it's something you start. I start. You start enjoying. So, as the first book, this is the first book. If you do buy, you do look at it. You're gonna see that I don't really put a lot of um, original. I do put original thought, but what I mean, I don't really expand much, and I use def, uh, definitions and all this stuff. It's because this was a sermon. This was me just trying to um, break down stuff. As if this is. That's why I think my second book, The King. Is a better is a next level. It's it's higher quality than this one as just a book because there is the story and then there's the commentating at the end. This one is just pure sermon. So without that, uh, without getting that out of the way. I'm going to read chapter two. Becoming the soldier of Yahweh. The revelation I had in my personal growth in God was from Psalms. A very simple verse, but also very life-changing. Well, it is, it was to me at least. Hoping for you also. Hopefully for you also. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he may though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hands. Psalms 37 22 23 and 24 everything a good man does is ordered by the lord himself isn't that interesting how the psalms use the word ordered and not the words recommended asked or suggested but the word that can be defined as given an authoritative direction or instruction to do something usually we will only see this kind of word used in a military environment I wondered about this thought for quite some time I began to envision a general of an army GOA one of the most highest-ranking officer positions in the army sending his commands to his most trusted sergeant SGT commanders commands a fire team of around five soldiers and what is his sergeant response would be to his leader oh i can't do it right now my life is too busy i would but you see i uh but my family is i couldn't picture a soldier giving excuses can you no No way would he do something that shallow. A soldier isn't afraid of anything. He never backs down. In every war story, we always see heroes that rise up to the risk, to risk their own lives for those who could not fight. So this made me think about my own life. How do I picture God's involvement as a father or as a general? Of course, we all must look towards God as our good father in heaven. But what would the results be in stepping out of that, out of the father point of view, and moving forward as looking into my general's orders for my life? What is the daring mission he needs me to take? As a father, he loves us. As a general, he needs us to move into action. I came to the conclusion that from here on out, I will no longer see myself as a child of God that needs his love to survive this dark world just to make it into heaven, but as a soldier who has already gained citizenship in heaven and is now enrolled into his personal platoon. And with every step I am commanded I am commanded to take there will be a joyful noise and praise coming from my lips. If you are here, uh, pause, I'm pausing. The, um, if you hear noises, paper, it's because I am reading off of my paperback book, Entangled. Look it up on am- uh, Amazon if you're interested. And there is also a ebook if you want to get it. It's available in English and in Portuguese, like I said before. Continuing, for if we do anything with evil in our hearts, then we shouldn't do it at all. What's the point to try? If God doesn't, if God won't receive anything done with evil intentions, just like Abel, we must give our best. Now, verse 24 is the best part in my eyes. It's a promise of per- preservation of how he will take good care of those who loves him for he has already given his only son for every soul on the earth past present and future <clears throat> but for those who love him back to get a special kind of care he gives us hope to have the courage to walk out these orders for when we fall or grow we grow weak The Lord will be there to strengthen us again. That we may continue fighting on for his glory. It all comes down to a choice. Do we stay stuck in in the infancy stage of our walk with Christ? Only receiving, never giving. Or move forward as a soldier. Enrolled in the army of the living God. I choose to move forward. So now that we choose to become soldiers no longer wasting precious time stuck in a constant circle of running towards grace for last week's mistake sunday after sunday prayer after prayer never achieving a true change due to due to the entanglement of this world in our in our lives choosing to let things Letting let the things that hold us captive go, allows us to walk forward into the authority and power of Christ. Before we start, picture an army of soldiers standing in front of a city gate covered by armor from head to toe, ready to kill anything that stands in its way. Each one of those, these soldiers have been separated from the affairs of this world, only forced, only focused on the mission determined and ruthless. As they began to attack the city, the guards that were supposed to keep watch over the city gates were busy. were busy, getting drunk, sleeping, they became lazy due to the peaceful nature of, the, of their city, and they were unprepared, unarmed. I'm sorry, I had a call, kind of got distracted. Um, continuing, uh, and for those who remained ready, focused on protecting the city from invaders, did not have the strength of character to face death with a clear and sound mind they became lost in emotions, unable to make clear decisions in the midst of battle, leading to the destruction of their beloved city. An enemy that has that has been preparing for battle since birth, someone who has never been distracted, always focused on the mission, hungry for victory is a no laughing matter. So, you can imagine one who is unprepared for a fight having to face an opponent An opponent of this level would mean death. Someone who has been so occupied with the pleasures of this world. Never finding time to practice with the sword. Or staying up to date with intel of enemy forces. Distracted by their little world. Unable to see what lays beyond their city walls. They will fall to an enemy of this caliber. This is the devil and his demons. They look towards us as cattle. Every born-again believer is under attack from this enemy. His mission is to destroy your life and those you love, bring you to the darkest point of your life, to make you quit on Jesus and live for his army or die at his hand. Now, if you fight off this man, how would you win? Would you run into the arms of your father? And what if every time you run towards God, he is telling you, my son, my daughter, why do you run away when I have given you the power to fight back? So now I ask you one more time, join us as we jump into the boot camp of the Holy Army to ready us, whip us into shape, so we may be prepared for any attack. Every great general was once and out of shape Filled with fear private. It's not the gift or calling that makes you a great man or woman of God. But the willpower and determination to never give up. Stay strong on the path of God. The path God has in store for you. You may be a unique gift or an important calling. You may have a unique gift or an important calling. Just don't forget, God can use a donkey to bring the gospel, so you're not special. Don't be proud of the gifts and talents you've been blessed with. God gave them to you for a reason, and that reason is to bring glory to Him, not you. Everything is made to glorify the Most High. <clears throat> All things were created through Him and for Him. Colossians 1, 16 <clears throat> boot camp is made to break you test you and prepare you for war no soldier is more important than the next one pride is not allowed selfishness is not allowed and envy is not allowed in the heart of a soldier and boot camp soldiers learn to see brothers in arm as family one for all and all for one type of thing The soldiers learning to support each other as a team. They begin to do the exercise routines to get their bodies into proper shape. Constantly being uh, mentally tortured to the point of breaking. Weapons drill. Intense discipline. Separating the weak from the strong. The leaders from the followers. Boot camp. The beginning of a private path to becoming a general. We as Christians have a similar form of boot camp. Are you ready? It's called serving at a church. Believe me, it's true. Go humble yourself into finding what kind of help your local church needs and do. And don't chase the stage. Go humbling yourself into finding into finding what kind of help your local church needs, and don't chase the stage. Try cleaning toilets, picking up trash after service when everyone has already gone. Learning to submit to a leader is one of the most important lessons a person can learn. John C. Maxwell wrote a book, Doing Church as a Team. It's a great book on church growth. I definitely recommend it. That's a quote. Learning to submit to a leader is one of the most important lessons a person can lead learn from. That's a quote from John Maxwell that I put. Okay, I paused. I'm not reading right now. I was just mentioning. Uh, I'm gonna continue. I'm sorry if uh, you keep hearing like some like breathing. That's me trying to uh, control my breathing outside the math, outside the mic. (laughs) How am I doing so far? Am I doing good? Let me know. I'm going to take... What's the guy's name? The guy who does all the narration for the animals, uh, for the the documentary of nature. You know, he's like, over there. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, I'm going to continue again. Entangled isn't intended for the church growth but for an individual to step away from things that hold him captive and moving forward in the power of the blood of Christ. Nonetheless, John C. Maxwell puts it in like this. Doing church is not the responsibility of the professional clergy and a few talented staff people. It is the privilege of all of us together. You don't find the strength of a church in the beauty of its building the members the numbers of attendance or the size of its budget a church is only as strong as the envelopment of its members and the more each person takes ownership in the ministry of the church the stronger it becomes that's a quote from John Maxwell a powerful quote oops sorry i did the pop again i got to learn how far away i should be from the mic a powerful quote this is one of the reasons why church is the is the Christian boot camp. As we learn to take one more responsibility more responsibilities, maturing in the faith, understanding that our actions have a greater effect on those around us than in our own lives, we as Christians are constantly being watched, looked at for looked at for any glimpse of hypocrisy. Some may think that a big burden to carry. Some may think that's a big burden to carry, but that's the cross. If you can't walk, what you preach, then you shouldn't preach. Now I'm saying you must be per. Now I'm not saying you must be perfect to preach the word of God, because only Jesus is perfect. But we sure. But we for sure do need to have a strong character and have good testimony of our walk. If you have an unhealthy approach towards our towards our sin, using scriptures to have excuses, we will always fall short in the glory of God and be, can become a trapped. What I mean by that is every time we sin, We tend to run towards God crying, Father, forgive me for I am weak. Take this sin from my hands. I am only human. This is a broken mentality. Yes, we are only human. But being a human means a lot. Look at the incredible things people have achieved when they have a strong mentality to never give up. A strong will to say I will not be limited by my emotions or physical attributes. For example, That, for example, someone that I find very motivating is Eddie Hall, the first man to deadlift 500 kg, uh, 1,102 pounds, uh, a mind-blowing event in human history. You might think Eddie must be genetically gifted as the strongest man in the world. Well, not exactly. At that time of this historical event, he was only in the top 10 of the strongest men on Earth. And the gap between him and number and the number one spot was a big leap. It was only his overwhelming, overwhelming drive to become the strongest man on the planet that got him to the top. Hall, compared to his rivals such as Brian Shaw and Harford, Bromson, is in a complete disadvantage when it comes to genetics eddie describes the dark place he needed to put his mind through to be able to reach his goal an obsession to overcome his limits that almost cost him his life and yet he did not run away in fear but welcomed the challenge i recommend you watching an interview he did with london real where he describes how it took to be what it took to become the first man to lift half a ton off the floor he may be not, he may not be a christian but just the mentality to never give up is enough to reach a new height. What would he accomplish if he was a Christian and lived for Christ with such intensity? I challenge you, if you proclaim you follow Jesus Christ, then follow him with the same intensity to never give up. Now, to look not now to look for morals and a true walk with God, we could look into the Bible and see all the strong men and women of faith for inspiration. The prophets of the Old and the New Testament. Look at the example John the Baptist set for us in the New Testament. We are more than capable to live a life without falling. It's only a matter of choice. Will you live a life separated for God? And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God. And he was not. Wait. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not. For God took him. Genesis 5 24. By faith, Enoch was taken so that he did not see death, and was not founded because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Hebrews 11 5. Um, Pause. Before I continue, I want to talk about the Eddie Hall. Little part that I wrote. Um, Eddie Hall is not a Christian at all. He's just a. a like a strong man. Uh, th- like competition guy. You know like. Lifting heavy weights. You know off the ground. And all that stuff. And I just. I just think the mentality of that. Of people who have strong mentalities. And they say no. You know. I, I Even though I don't have the ability I, if I just keep pushing forward if I do that I just admire that and then we look at our christian faith we we lack that there's p- the m- mainstream media lacks that we need that to have we need that you know p- we need people with strong faith to stand up and that's the, that's my point there was that our the mainstream christian media is so weak-minded in this love mentality that, oh, you are, you know, it's okay, it's okay. No, we need to have that strong mentality that to push forward. That's how everyone in the Bible was. You know, that's how majority of the the strong people in the Bible who actually created change did something. the Why we read, why we should learn from them is because they were like that. They weren't weak-minded, given up on God because... Somebody hurt them. No, they were strong-minded. They knew the difference, you know, between being hurt by people or, or, or and having faith for God. All that kind of stuff. I just wanted to put that in. Because if somebody who is not Christian, doesn't believe in God, whatever, can achieve great things, crazy things, impossible things. Imagine someone who does believe in God, having that mentality. That's the whole point of having faith more than a muster... The size of mustard seed. Mustard seed. Can move a mountain. You know. That was my whole point. On that. Uh, so I'm going to continue here. Almost done. If you've been listening. Thank you. I'm trying my best. To become a great narrator. Narrate, N- 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 uh, Narrator. <laughs> Alright. Enoch did not die. He took the steps God ordered him to take. For he walked alongside the Lord. In the end, he was the first not to see death, but was taken up to heaven. Elias or Elijah. Depending on the translation, it is is another ne- is another man who separated himself from this world and stood against an army alone by himself. I wrote Elias because that's what my name means in Portuguese. Elias means Elijah. The translation is different. I don't know why. But in Portuguese. Elijah. Is Elias. And in English. Elias is Elias. But it's. But my name is Elijah. You know. But. Yeah. Uh, going back. Um, don't forget. For But I wasn't. I wasn't saying that I was that person. I'm just saying that my name is. Based off that guy. Uh, I don't know. You're probably like. What is he talking about? But. Read the book, and you'll see. Um, we'll continue. Don't forget for 100 plus, don't forget, 400 plus men could not stop the powerful hand of God in a single man's life. Grab a hold of your church and sign in sign your name into the boot camp of life. May not sound very motivating or very cool as doing weapons drills and etc. But if you can't pass the boot camp of God, how will he ever put you in a position of influence? If the simple act of cleaning the church after Sunday service or helping set up the sound system is too much for your soft hands, Lord have mercy. Our generation seems to want all the fame and success in our fingertips, but with no real hard work behind it. Those who serve their local church with no shame on how long it will take for them to receive any kind of recognition for their hard work, yet they still walk around praising the Lord God, they are truly blessed. But when when but when do you do a charitable but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Matthew six three. Go into your room, when you have shut the door, pray to your father, who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Matthew six six. Don't desire fame and acknowledgements from big names. That that's not where the presence of the Lord is. God is not behind the camera lights, but in the secret place where the majority of people will never think to look towards. The hearts of the lost and hungry people is where God has his eyes open upon. Eyes, eyes upon. Not into your dreams of being rich and famous. Serving a, at a church is the boot camp we all need. It will put you into situations where you can, will feel out of shape in the spirit, unqualified. You will learn to deal with the hardest problems in the world, which is people. Trust me, your prayer time will increase tenfold. Your prayers will become more focused on, uh, focused and with purpose, not just requests for blessings, but also appreciation for failures. You'll learn how to help your brother who may be weak in the faith. Try helping the youth leader. Begin to take more responsibility in the church. Just go serve a church, and as, a, and as you start the process of humbling yourself and not seeking a microphone but personal spiritual growth, you will learn what it takes to become a soldier of Yahweh. How good have I been receiving my commands, commander's orders? Have I been living my own life? Have I been praying for God to open his door or my own doors? questions like these will be answered at the moment when you step out of your comfort zone all right that's the end of chapter two uh one thing i wanted to say before i end is um because yeah uh our generation do does we live in a uh fast rewarded generation, you know, with Instagram, now TikTok, all this stuff, You, there's no real character building, and again, I'm throwing out as a mainstream, the main, mainstream churches are big, flashy, you have a good voice, you're kind of up there, right, and I'm talking to the local churches right now, the local members, the everyday people, You mostly go you most likely go to a church of about maybe a hundred to low a hundred low hundreds church, right? You probably go to a family based church. Unless you are in youth youth young and you go to you wanna go to the biggest church, the one that has the most people. But I'm gonna tell you, if you're in the low low uh and church if your church is small the smaller church you know where you know everybody where you can talk to your pastor daily you know serve in that church do your best don't don't um seek to run away finding the big churches or all that kind of stuff learn to build your character there that that's the whole point you know a lot of churches don't really have that uh like in my church, we set up the sound. We do all this stuff. We throw a lot of parties. We, do, You see everybody working. You see everybody working. And that's one thing I wanted to say is that I don't know how you are in your church, and your own personal life. But do more. Do more. Don't just show up to the parties. Don't just show up to the service at the end. Go earlier. Help out. Stay later. Stay late. Be the Be the first one and last one to leave. No, sorry. Be the first one to arrive and be the last one to leave. You know, you're not gaining money. You're not doing nothing, but you're gaining. uh, You're building your character in the kingdom. You're building your character for God. You know, so yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Have a good day. Good night.